Well, it is at this time that we get the privilege of hearing from seven of our students who are professing their faith in Jesus Christ. And this morning we're reminded of that incredible news from the book of Romans that says that if we confess with our mouths that Jesus is Lord, and if we believe in our heart that God raised him from the dead, we will be saved. And so at this time, come on up, guys. You can join me up on stage. As they're making their way up on stage, I would like to say that all seven of these guys appeared before their shepherding team and gave an excellent witness to their faith in Jesus. But now they stand before you, their church family, publicly declaring Jesus as Lord. And so we're going to start today by asking a few questions. And I feel like I'm in the way. Can you guys see okay over here? All right, good enough. Um, The first question is this. Do you believe in one God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit? And do you acknowledge that you are a sinner, sinful by nature, but by the grace of God alone, your sins have been forgiven, and your old nature has been put to death through the sacrifice of Jesus on the cross, so that you may be brought to newness of life? What is your answer? All right, we'll start down here. Henry, tell me, who is your Lord and Savior? Seth, who is your Lord and Savior? Zach, who is your Lord and Savior? Lincoln, who is your Lord and Savior? Sam, who is your Lord and Savior? Drew, who is your Lord and Savior? And Aiden, who is your Lord and Savior? I want to ask a question to the group now. Do you believe that the Bible is your only rule for faith and life? And do you promise to declare Jesus publicly before others and share fully and in unity in the life of the church? Right. Well, as you make that promise, you just promise to have the Bible be your only rule for faith in life. And so for each of you, as you profess your faith today, our church is giving you your very own Bible. And it is our hope and our prayer that you would be devoted to God's Word, that it truly would be your only rule for faith in life. Because it is through this book, this good book, that God reveals himself to us. And it's through this book that God reveals his will, how we ought to live. And it's through this book that he tells us the good news of Jesus Christ. And so we ask that as you profess your faith today, you would commit to studying this and loving this book because this book holds the words to life. And so make sure, we're not going to give you them now because you've got baptisms and a hundred other things going on, but make sure before you leave today, Uh, You grab a Bible that has your name in it with your own certificate. So we are going to start by hearing your testimonies. And the beautiful part of Profession of Faith Sunday is getting to hear these stories, these unique stories about how God has brought each of them to himself. So Henry, do you want to start us off? All right. Hello, my name is Henry Jasper. My faith journey is pretty simple, and it all began with my family. Everyone in it is Christian and loves the Lord, so it wasn't very hard for me to be immersed in the faith. My parents and grandparents had a huge influence on my faith in my younger years, and it progressed through the Sunday morning classes here at Orchard Hill and through middle school youth groups. Middle school youth groups. It was because of this Christian family surrounding me that I realized that I was kind of going through the motions, and my faith wasn't really my own. That's when high school youth group came around. I was able to deepen my relationship with Christ and learn a lot more about the faith. I grew in a ton of ways. I'm, excited not, I'm now excited to publicly 
commit my life to Jesus, and continue my faith's journey. Amen. Let's praise God. Thank you, Henry. Hi. Oh. Hi, my name is Seth Lynn. I always believed in God. I grew up in a Christian household. My mom pursued Jesus' teachings and worshiped God alongside with us. It was easy to accept the beliefs. I went to camps, youth groups, church. I felt like I grew a good enough and educated relationship with God. I, have, I was happy and fulfilled and thought I had it all figured out at a young age. I came to realize that just because I went to church, I was never truly, I never truly knew who God was nor had an intimate relationship with him. I was baptized in second grade as I accepted Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior, but was still inhabitant. Last year was when I realized something felt empty and missing. Towards the end of the school year was when God gave me an opportunity to learn and accept more about him. Our friends Henry and Brooklyn invited me to youth group here at Orchard Hill to give it a try, and that's where it all began for me. The first time I felt awkward and I felt like I didn't really belong. Everyone knew more than me, but there's a weird welcoming feeling I was meant to be there. I realized that I felt like this through God, and I think about the reason that I surrendered my life to Christ. One verse that stuck with me was freshman year, my basketball coach wrote me a letter in the John 1, 1 verse 5, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. This just means what we say, what we do is for God, and Jesus was fully human in our source of light in our lives. Ever since I have been attending youth group at Orchard Hill, I've realized that God has been with me this whole time, and the everlasting love that I've been giving has been through him. The more I become closer to him, the better the feeling of his presence and the focus of him seems clear. God's way is the right way, and I want to live an eternal life with him in heaven. I want to be, I want to live fulfilled life where his choices are mine for the better, where I am free from fear and judgment. I will commit my life to Jesus. Amen. Praise God. Hello, I'm Zachary Pratt. Growing up, my family were all Christians, but we did not regularly practice our faith. I believe that Jesus was my savior, but honestly, it was only because my grandpa had told me so. When I was entering sixth grade, a close friend invited me to his youth group. At this point in my life, I had distanced myself from Christ and did not consider myself Christian, and quite frankly, I did not have any interest in attending youth group. Fortunately for me, this quickly changed thanks to my friend's persistent nagging. I attended the youth group on and off throughout middle school. During this time, I learned more of what it meant to be Christian and live my life like Christ. And although this was a huge step in my journey to faith, pursuing Christ was not high, a high priority for me. Last year, I was again invited to youth group here at Orchard Hill by the same close friend that had invited me in sixth grade. Since attending youth group here, I can say that I have not only learned more about Christ and what it means to truly devote your life to him, but I can confidently say Jesus is Lord, he is my king, and I am forever committed to living loyally to him. Amen. My name is Lincoln Fox, and growing up, I'd always gone to church, and as a kid, I had considered myself a Christian. Somewhere along the way, I lost my step and fell out of my relationship with God. Every time I sinned, I felt guilty and ashamed. I told myself that God wanted nothing to do with me since I disobeyed him again and again. However, that was far from the truth. This summer, I went on the summer trip to NTS in Iowa with our youth group, knowing I was a sinner and that I was hiding from God. On the third day, the message and worship changed my heart and let me forgive myself from all the evil I had done while reminding myself that God also forgave me since I had for repented of my sins. I devoted my life to him once again, but this time I meant it not just with my words, but with my heart. I declare Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior and want to live the rest of my life living loyally to him. Amen. Amen. Praise God.
And, you know, Lincoln, I love your story, especially just to see how far that you've come. And this has nothing to do with profession of faith. But last week, the trash can story, it was broke on his head. Just so you know. Just so you know. <laughs> All right, Sam, go for it. Uh, hi, I'm Sam Chapman. I have always had a relationship with God, and I have always gone to church. But I've never thought much of it and always just thought it was the right thing to do. Recently, I went to NTS camp with my youth group, and one worship session just completely changed my point of view on what it means to be a Christian. True Christians are committed to leading a loyal life to the Lord, and today I am here to commit to exactly that and declare Jesus Lord in my life. Amen. My name is Drew Bacus, and I am a senior in high school. Growing up, I was raised in a Christian household and would often participate in youth church activities. My family taught me at a young age the importance of having faith in Jesus and devoting time to God every day. But that doesn't mean faith has always come easy for me. Throughout my life, I have been faced with many difficulties and hardships that have made me question my faith or caused me to get angry at God for life not going the way I wanted it to go. I found myself struggling with faith and making decisions to satisfy me and not the Lord. I finally made it to a point in my life where I couldn't do it anymore. I realized if I wanted to make myself and others happy, I needed to live my life through God. I am happy to say today I am giving my life and putting in the hands of Jesus because that is the only way I will be safe. I'm happy to be able to stand here today and announce that Jesus is and will forever be my king. Amen. My name is Aiden Vanderholst, and let me start by saying that I've always been a Christian, but until a few months ago, I didn't fully know what being a Christian truly meant. I grew up in a Christian home, went to a Christian school, and talked about miracles a lot, but, uh, Hold on one second. <laughs> but a year ago, I started to doubt God's existence. I felt like I was almost just following rules instead of following God. But this year, my eyes have been opened to God's glory through the special people in my life. At NTS camp especially, I was able to see who God was and his power in many ways. Uh, this made me see life differently. Uh, I'm wanting to live life as Jesus did, encouraging others on what they want to do in life instead of wanting to rebel. My life will never be the same now that I see the world through how God wants me to see it. Uh, now I'm ready to accept Jesus as my Lord and the Lord of all, and I wouldn't be the person that I am today through what he has given me and the people that he's put in my life. Amen. Amen. You know, one of the things that I love about all of your testimonies is so many of them, it began with kind of a religious experience, kind of going through the motions, but at some point, the Lord awakened you and revealed to you there's so much more about being a follower of Jesus than going through the motions, but he calls us to faithfully follow him as Lord. Drew, you used the word king in your testimony. I love that. Jesus is king, and we are called to faithfully follow him, and we know that is the good, good path because he is a good, good king. And so, friends, as you profess your faith, I want you to be encouraged knowing that God will strengthen you through the power of the Holy Spirit so that you can faithfully follow him all of your days. Amen? Amen. Amen. But this time, we want to pray for you. And so why don't we, send, senior boys, if you could kind of spread out on that side. 
and Henry, Seth, Aiden, if you want to kind of go down on the floor on this side. Uh, we want to invite your family members and friends and youth leaders and elders, anybody who uh, loves these guys, <laughs> come on down and place your hands on them, uh, support them. You guys can hurry on down. Uh, you can stand if you want, if that's easier. You don't have to. Whatever you want to do. Uh, but feel free to make your way down as we lift up these guys in prayer. I love this. <laughs> this is what being a church is about. It takes a village, it takes youth leaders, it takes parents. It takes church leaders. It takes friends. All to build up students who love our Lord Jesus. And so continue to, to make your way forward even as I begin praying. But Heavenly Father, we bow down before you. And God, I just want to thank you. Thank you for this day of celebration. Thank you for Aiden and Henry and Seth. Thank you for saving them. God, thank you for our senior boys. Thank you for Lincoln and Zach and Drew and Sam. Lord God, you have called each of these people out of darkness. You've called them into your wonderful light. And Father God, we confess this is not on our own doing, but it is because of your grace. It is because of your mercy. But God, I praise you for the faith that these gentlemen have. And Father God, as they continue to uh, walk their faith, we pray that you would protect them. God, would you protect them from the enemy? Would you protect them from temptation? Would you protect them from stumbling? And God, as they continue to grow, we ask that your spirit would do the growing in them. God, would you reveal yourself to them. Show them who you are. Mm -hmm. Show them your will. Show them what it looks like to follow you. And Father God, as they grow into mature disciples, it's our prayer that you would use them. That you would use them to reach their family, their friends, their teammates, their co-workers. Use them to reach the lost world for your name. And so God, we declare them yours. They have professed their faith in you. And so God, as they strive to live faithfully before them, give them your spirit so that they might do that faithfully. And it's in the name of Jesus Christ that we pray. And together we say, amen. 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 All those who were uh, praying for them, you may be seated. I want to ask all the guys if you would come up here with me. Uh, Aiden, Seth, and uh, Henry, and Lincoln, Drew, Zach, and Sam. I want uh, first uh, Aiden and Seth and Henry just... I want to come over here because I want you guys this morning uh, to remember your baptism this morning. And so, or, and so what I want to do is just, uh, I heard in your stories how God has worked through your families, through the faith, through going up, and God has been faithful to you, and I want you uh, to remember that this morning. And so I want to mark you and help you remember that. Remember that you, remember your baptism and that you were sealed by the Holy Spirit, you were marked as Christ's own forever, and now called to serve him in mission. Henry, remember your baptism, 
that you were sealed by the Holy Spirit, you were called by Jesus Christ, marked as his own forever, and now called to serve him in mission. And Aiden, I want you to remember your baptism, that you were sealed by the Holy Spirit, that you were marked by God as his own forever, and that you are now called to serve him in mission. Amen. And we'll step back here now, and you can be here and participate with your friends as we watch their baptisms. Yes. Guys, it has been an amazing day. Yeah, you can come on in, Drew. It's been an awesome day. You guys have professed your faith, and now you come to the waters of baptism. And as you get baptized, I want to remind you what the Belgic Confession and Heidelberg Catechism say that these waters symbolize. And first, these waters symbolize that you are buried with Christ in death. And when you come out of the water, it symbolizes you are raised to new life in Christ. But secondly, our confessions say that the waters symbolize the washing away of our sins. In the same way that water today cleanses and washes away dirt and grime, the blood of Jesus washes away our sins. And so remember that as you get baptized. And lastly, the water symbolizes the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And so, guys, as you get baptized, we hope that you remember the true meaning and symbolism of the waters. Orchard Hill, at this time, I want to remind you too, today is Party Popper Sunday. And we have come to celebrate. As Bob said at the beginning, there are angel parties happening in heaven. And I want this to be a party and a celebration that rivals the parties that are going on in heaven. Can we do that? We'll give you a towel. All right. You can always whisk out the back door here. Okay. So, Drew, I baptize you in the name of the Father, in the name of the Son, in the name of the Holy Spirit. Yes. In baptism, you are sealed by the Spirit, marked as Christ's own forever. Now go serve him in mission. Yes, man. Here you go, Drew. <clears throat> All right. Now, Drew, you get to stand there soaking wet while your friends get baptized. <laughs> Come on in, Sam. Sam, I baptize you in the name of the Father, in the name of the Son. In the name of the Holy Spirit, yes. In baptism, you are sealed by the Spirit, marked as Christ's own forever. Now go serve him in mission. nice and warm. Hot tub. All right, Lincoln, I baptize you in the name of the Father, in the name of the Son, in the name of the Holy Spirit. In baptism, you are sealed by the Spirit, marked as Christ's own forever. Now go serve him in mission. Stacy, I told them to bring extra clothes, but I didn't bring extra clothes. All right, Zach. (laughs) 
All right, Zach, I baptize you in the name of the Father, in the name of the Son, in the name of the Holy Spirit. In baptism, you are marked by the Spirit, marked as Christ's own to serve Him forever and ever. People of God, let's celebrate!